Yeah, you know, another week, another day. Third episode. About to, about to get it started. How was your week? My week was pretty awesome. It was a short week of work for me. I only worked four days, so I got a long three-day weekend. How was your week? Uh, my week was pretty good. You know, three days on, three days off. A uh, little overtime here and there. You know, can't complain, can't complain. I know that's right. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going to start the episode off, you know, something happened in Chicago, you know, 17 shots was fired at a homeowner, I guess a couple of thieves, stealing his Cadillac converter, uh, we're going to get right into it. Only see on two. Good evening. I'm Erica Sargent. Great to have you with us. I'm Joe Donlin. He heard something outside his window, then did what many would do. He peeked out to see where all the noise was coming from. It almost cost that man his life. Thieves blasted his home with more than a dozen shots. Tonight, the victim walked Argermont Terry through the aftermath. You see this bullet hole is just one of 17 fired into a house when a man was awakened in the middle of the night. He looked out of this window and saw someone trying to steal a catalytic converter in a car parked right here. What he was met with next left his entire family living now in fear. It's right here, right here, right here. It's another one. A home riddled with bullets in Westlawn. Windows shattered after someone woke Adrian Munez from his sleep. He heard a noise about a, like a so-so noise, like cutting something, and he looked at the window and saw some guys right there. Adrian figured he would try scaring the thieves. He yelled, hey, what are you doing? And then as soon as he's done saying that, they started shooting at him. The yells captured on the neighbor's security camera, along with those gunshots. Take a listen. Hey, what are you doing? Adrian had a second to react. He quickly jumped on the bed out of the line of fire, but those bullets went quickly into this wall, landing right into the living room. Another video. We're going to pause it right there. 17 shots yelled out the window on your neighbor. Not like they stealing something from you. How do you feel about that? Well, it's unbelievable. First of all, you came onto somebody else's property messing with somebody else's vehicle, trying to steal. So they had every right to yell, you know, what's going on? And for you to shoot back or shoot at them is ridiculous. Like, my thoughts on this is that they need to be caught and they need to pay a price because his family, somebody in there could have got hurt. Somebody did get hurt, but yeah. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. 17 shots. I want to know, did they actually get the Cadillac converter off? Yeah. It's not funny, but... Yeah, I want to say got it off too, um, but yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, got to be safe. Got to be safe and sorry. Safe and sorry. Doesn't have audio, but it shows three guys with flashlights and guns at 69th Place in Lawndale. You can see them lurking around a car, and when the lights shine on Adrian's house, those shots go off. I don't think they, they were trying to scare him. Neighbor George Flores tells me the way these guys stood on the block with those guns leads him to believe they had intent to harm anyone they confronted. But my whole thing is, is like, 
we live in Chicago, right? And it's like no patrols, squad cars in in the area at this time, especially like around this time, you know, holidays come, we get a lot of like Cadillac converters, you know, auto theft. At one point we was having, you know, carjacking. It was just, it was getting crazy. Um, you in the middle of the traffic and individuals just run up to you, snatch you out your vehicle, gunpoint or by force. Uh, it's about to get crazy even with the safety law taking effect next year. So to everyone, hey, get the, get the training, get into someone, you know, uh, firearm course, get your training. And even, I mean, the guy is clearly at home, you know, sleep, getting ready for work, just like, you know, everyone else and comes out or not even comes out. I think it was his neighbor they were saying, not even so much the, the owner of the car. And the neighbor yelled out, it wasn't even his vehicle. He just looking out, you know, being a good Samaritan, being a good neighbor. And shots rang out, you know, 17 shots into his house. And someone would sleep, you know, get woken up and have to roll out of bed, hit the floor, guys know. And I think they say it was some kids as, as well. It, it, it's crazy. That's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. 17 shots at a house says what, in your opinion? They were trying to kill him. Thankfully, they was trying to kill him. Yeah, because like one shot, one shot probably would have scared them. Like, like man, your business, pal. You know, seventeen. They was trying to kill the man. There's no other explanation. Seventeen shots. That's a lot from stealing from somebody else. Okay. Those shots did not hit Adrian or others sleeping. He lives with his sister, his two nephews, and his brother. Adrian believes the rosary over his bed protected him. Yet the bullet holes in the living room walls, not to mention the windows, are proof these thieves meant business. Coming to someone's house mean business. Obviously, they did. This ain't their first rodeo. Um, if you ask me, I think they did it a few times, and this probably was the first time that they actually had, you know, somebody confronted them. From the looks of it, it's like they was they was comfortable. It's three of them, and they have you know lights. I don't know if it's attached to their firearm or if they have it you know secondary you know light source. But 17 shots at someone that you you taking someone else you know property you breaking into is is, is outrageous. Apparently and clearly they didn't care if it's kids, you know elderly. It is what it is at that point. It's either a fight or flight, and they chose to fight from the outside. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's about to get crazy. Keep saying it. It's yeah, going to get crazy. Kind of like converted thing is just happening more and more often. At first, it died down, but now it's happening more. Um, actually, at my job, one of my coworkers walked out, and somebody was selling the Cadillac converter. She turned back around and ran in the building. Then last week, my other friend Cadillac converter actually got stolen, so now she's biking into work. So. Crazy, got to be safe and be careful. Yeah, most definitely. And it's like they targeting, you know, the week. Not even so much the week. I would just say like an easy come up. Like here in Chicago, we we call it, you know, licks, you know, finessing, 
things in that nature, but clearly, like, they don't care about it's holiday season. Everyone is about to be dangerous out here. Um, keep your firearm on you if you, you know, CCL. Uh, if you don't have it, get it. We recommend it. Sure. But neighbors can't understand the need to shoot for a catalytic converter. Just leave the things alone and get go away. Why you got to shoot at people? Now, we have this guy up on the screen. <laughs> you know, he has a firearm. I mean... The state must be open carry. The state must be open carry. Uh, but still, take a look at that picture, guys. That is a big firearm to be concealing to carry, open carry. It's just there. And he's not even protecting it. Like somebody can literally just walk up on the side of him and snatch it if they wanted it. It's just there. Out in the open. Open it. Yeah. No holster. Like, like, excuse me. Like you said, it got to be a, a, a open carry state. But when is enough is enough or is not enough? That's the question. Uh, He's grocery shopping. You got a buggy, a cart full of, you know, it don't even look like groceries. It look like just soda, it like cabbage. <laughs> he got his, his shorts on, his his two socks. Uh, from the looks of it, to me, head down, not aware of his surroundings. I could easily just walk up to him and, and snatch it. And it's mine. What you think? I agree. Um, like you said, like they State must be open carry for a fact because somebody would call the police if they if it wasn't open carry when they saw that. Um, he's not aware of the surroundings. His head is down. He has it at what's that three o'clock? Yeah. Um, don't recommend anybody carry three. Anybody can walk up to you, snatch it out. Then what you gonna do? Try to fight for it? Like, and that's just too big. No matter if it is open carry, like who wants to carry that? Like, how you going to have to ups on somebody by the time you even try to get it out <laughs> from off your side? Somebody already going to do whatever they want to do if they want to do it to you. Crazy. What you guys think? I mean, we described that he had a white tee, shorts on, two, two socks, um, in the grocery store in the aisle, head down, you know, not even paying attention to his surroundings. I mean, give us y'all thoughts in the, in the comment section down below. But to me, that's a no-go. No-go. Each other's daughters. Stephen Fabian on a story that has even the local sheriff shaking Police his head. Police say the two dads got into a high-speed cat-and-mouse face-off on the highway. They say there were sudden stops, obscene gestures, even a bottle thrown at one car. Until suddenly, gunfire erupted. This dad allegedly opened fire and hit a five-year-old girl in the leg. Cops say the other dad fired back as many as eight times and hit a 14-year-old girl in the back. Is one dad shootout on the highway? Road rage. Road rage. Because someone threw an object or a bottle out of the car. Don't give you the right to just air out another car or start, you know, 
open fire upon the other vehicle, especially you with your family, bear with their family. You that clearly see in from the looks of it, no one well, I really don't know the back details of it, but from the looks of it, like no one hit, you know, tinted windows, so he shoots your daughter, you shoot his daughter. What did you get out of it? To her to her family. Um, like you say, the bottle situation, world rage, all that stuff, constantly happening more and more. But one thing people forget is like, you know that you got yours on you. You don't know what that next person got. So however you're feeling in that moment, especially with your family in the car, you have to take a breath, relax, go the other way, turn around, stop, pause, let them get past you, whatever you need to do, because guess what? Just like you have what you have to protect your family, that next car might have the same thing, and that's what happens. Anger. Now you shoot that way, their baby's bleeding, so they want to get back at you. Now two families are hurt. And you, like, you clearly hear both, like, audio, uh, the little girl, I think, 14 or 5. She didn't want to die. She didn't want to die. The other one's like, I'm shot, I'm hit. It's, it's crazy. Um, this, this, this case is it's crazy. About to get right back into it, though, but for you guys to hear what we seeing, um, you'd also, you know, tune in on our YouTube channel, you'd actually see what we seeing right now, but if you're listening on the podcast platform, we're going to try to give you best details as we can. Uh, what's going on, what we see, and, you know, related to you. So, here we go. Frank Allison. This is the other, William Hale. Yeah, the ride remains silent. Facebook photos show Hale with his family, and this is Frank Allison's family. Both fathers have been charged with attempted murder. If convicted, each dad could face up to 15 years in prison. 15 years in prison. Over road rage. Over road rage. 15 years, y'all. 15 years. Get it? 15 years. So let's say like if he do, let's say like if the judge give 15 years, when do you think they get now? In 15 years. Take them through the whole time because that was ignorant. Like, why are you shooting at each other? Knowing that both of your families are in the car, like I say, if you're angry, whatever the case may be, breathe, relax, go the other way. So, Christers, Stands by Illinois No Cash Bail Safety Act, but is open to certain certain changes. Some changes uh, a few weeks ago, a few months ago, you know, the state, you know, here in Illinois, they filed a lawsuit against the law. The act itself, um, it's it's kind of bizarre and crazy that you know that we have this here. Uh, right now, that's, I mean, it, it's taking effect January 1st. Um, I mean, you commit a crime, there's no cash, uh, no cash bond. Um, you at the police station, you know, I guess they, it's more like a citation opposed to, you know, get shipped off, due process, fingerprint. To me, it's like, okay, I commit a crime, I know I have to get out. They, they claim that it's, you know, for the minorities, the poor families, poor individuals that commit the offense. But I look at it like this. If you do the crime, do the time. Um, also, it's a lot of details on the back end of that act. Um, if I don't show up the first time in court, 
they issue me another court date. Uh, and then if I don't show up to the second time to my court date, they issue, you know, a bench warrant. But who's to say, like, okay, the first offense that I did, just say, like, it's 30 days from now, who's to say, like, my, my court date is going to be, you know, a month from now, two months from now. So they give me an opportunity to still roam, you know, still commit, you know, different acts. I mean, if I do a carjacking, I might do, you know, a, a armed robbery here, you know, is is kidnapping is one. That's that's beyond me. Uh, a lot of forcible felons, you know, now falls underneath this act, you know, robbery, burglary, uh, kidnapping, second degree murder. I mean, I think Illinois just opened up, you know, the purge, if you ask me. I think they just be the first state with the purge capped off his election day win celebration yesterday. But now the clock is already starting on his second term. On the to-do list, figuring out the changes to the Safety Act. Negotiations have been going on for weeks, but Pritzker has not committed to any changes, even as it progresses towards center stage. Our Capitol Bureau Chief Cole Hankey has the story. There's not much time for Democrats to celebrate their wins. Veto session starts next week, and the big item on the schedule the Safety Act, which eliminates cash bail. While addressing reporters for the first time since he was declared the winner, Governor Pritzker said he is standing by his previous stances on the law. Oh, there's a lot of work that's been done by the General Assembly over the last number of months in working groups, and so they're going to bring that to the veto session, and uh, I'll be watching carefully. I've made my thoughts uh, clear, and uh, we'll see if we can get something done during the veto session to address the changes, but not the ones that state attorneys and law enforcement really want to see. He wants to amend the act to prevent opponents of the law from acting in bad faith. Pritzker said this late last month about potential changes he would like to see. There are no non-detainable offenses. That is just disinformation that's being pushed by Republicans and Darren Bailey. I told you today that we should amend it to make sure that state's attorneys, Republicans, aren't literally opening the jail doors on January 1 because of their disinformation. But it's not just Republicans. Over half of Illinois state's attorneys filed a joint lawsuit against the Safety Act. They're waiting to see what changes are made to the act before the lawsuit proceeds. Reporting in Chicago, I'm Cole Hank. What do you think about that? You saying open up the jail doors, um, get ready, you know, it's about to get flooded things in that nature. Uh, he's telling individuals, be on the lookout. Well, he claims that he's not saying that. I think the last part, it was like, um, he, I'm not saying we're just going to open up the jail doors, but you kind of are. So basically, if somebody is in jail already for an offense, are you going to let them out? Because if somebody commits that same act, they don't go right to jail. That's kind of misinformation you just said. We're not saying we're going to open up the doors. They just want to make it seem like I'm the bad guy and I just want to let everybody out. But then you're saying if somebody was to commit that same crime, that they're not going. Well, well, it's, it's a no-cash bond, which means you don't need money, funds to get out at that moment. Um, like I say, it's more like you write a citation, you go your court date. That's how I look at, for me, 
that's how I look at it. Like, it's like a slap on the wrist now, um, opposed to you actually have to sit, wait to your, your, your due date or your court date for due process. Um, we already know, you know, the Constitution, everyone is, is innocent to proven guilty, but also the Safety Act saying, like, the judge, you know, has the authority, the power, the will, you know, the last say so of his discretion if he's going to give you, you know, a cash bond or if they're going to detain you or not. But you have to go and wait. I mean, unless they have a judge right then and there at the police station, I don't see this going nowhere or it's going to change. That's just me. Unless they have a judge present 24-7 at these police districts, that's the only way I can see because I still have to issue a court date. It might, like I say, it might be 30 days, it might be two weeks, it might be a month, two months, three months. I still out there committing crimes, still out there, you know, doing God's, you know, what. So that's that's my thoughts on it. Um, he's saying it's not like that, but I don't see it. Um, what, do you see it his way or do you see it your way? What would be one thing that you would change? Me, personally, I would take the no cash bond bill away and I would have like a TV judge or when they get um, processed and they go through it and then that judge would determine right then and there once they get shipped to 2016 California opposed to, okay, you just go. Um, I agree. And then all of it is kind of crazy to me. So I'm really waiting for them to get in there and see if they're really going to pass this act um, in January. Um, because like I said, if somebody commits a crime and they go, like, does it depend on what crime? No, because it's a whole list of crimes that they're trying to say apply to this. And it's like, how do you know if that person is not going to, so say it is kidnapping. Okay, y'all found whoever they kidnapped, obviously, because now they're in jail. But if you say no cash, well, like, ain't they going to get out? Can't they go do the same thing over? I'm just all confused. So I honestly just need to wait and see what's not wait and see, but like listen more into it to really get more details because to me, it's all a bunch of foolery. Like you say, to me, it's like the purge. Yeah, pretty much just the purge. Um, we want to end it at that, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in. We do have, you know, episode four that's coming up this Wednesday, well, next Wednesday. Um, stay tuned. We have a special guest for that. Um, it's going to be lit. It's another trainer, um, you know, down in Florida. So, we go sneak peek of Joe. Yeah, boy. Um, follow us on, you know, Instagram, Twitter. Um, we we also have our Twitch page getting up and running. Um, across all platforms is Sigma Wolf Defense. Um, Twitter is Sigma Wolf Defense without the E. Um, if you guys looking for us, you know, we hear the Google us. We hear in Chicago, Illinois. Um, if you want to support the channel, we have a cash out. Um, what else? That's it. Stay tuning in for new content. 
um, like, subscribe, comment, suggestions, anything. We're taking all that in. No, we're new to this, so we're true to this, so we're trying to there get better. <laughs> and then if you're on social media, use our hashtag, um, the Wolf Pack. Well, hashtag Wolf Pack, um, hashtag, you know, Sim Wolf Defense, hashtag, you know, the best defense is a good offense, all, all together. Um, also, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that like button, drop your comments down below. It helps the family, it helps us. Um, and like I say, like, we also have audio on all podcasts, you know, platforms. So stay tuned. More, more in the pack. Yeah, more, more to you come. Want to. More to come. <laughs>